Welcome to A Better Way Podcast with your host, Ryan Haley. Learn to excel in business God's way, where the supernatural meets the practical. Experience a better way to succeed and learn from real-life business owners and entrepreneurs who have prospered in unconventional ways. Be inspired by their true stories and realize that prayer can become your practical source of provision when you embrace walking by faith and not human sight. And now, here's your host, Ryan Haley. All right, we've got a return interviewee this week, Butch Hartman, Hollywood producer, formerly of Nickelodeon. And we had a pretty amazing ask last time for a Kickstarter campaign that I wanted to follow up on the testimony, just like we talk about at the end of the podcast. We make those declarations of things that are not as though they are. And I wanted to have Butch back on for the amazing follow-up to that incredible story, as well as talk about what he's doing now. So Butch, thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Hey, when when was I on last? What month was that? Was it July? This was August of 2018. August of 2018, because, okay, we did our Kickstarter in June and July of 2018. And had we completed the Kickstarter? I mean, the Kickstarter was completed in July. So was I on... Well, you I, know what, then? It must have been July because it was... It was, was on before it was complete, A right? couple days before it actually finished. Okay, I, I had not yet because you said you were going to contribute to it. Yeah, so it, was, yep. it must have been July. Yeah, so yeah, we successfully completed our Kickstarter. And, and um, you know, having been in Hollywood for so many years, I've worked in the TV animation industry for 35 years. The last 20 years at Nickelodeon, I created several animated shows at Nickelodeon, The Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom and a bunch of other ones. And um, just been writing, producing, directing, all that stuff all these years. And my wife and I really uh, felt led to start our own company, to start our own, um, if you will, a family-focused version of Netflix. You know, if you can imagine Netflix or um, any of those other streaming services, just completely family focused, that's what we are out to do. I mean, taking off anything that's rated R, taking off anything that just is a little bit questionable for your family or whatever. We want to do a brand new streaming service where the family can feel completely safe and you know, moms can put their kids in front of it, put your grandmother in front of it. It won't be boring. I mean, I like Spider-Man, you know, I like uh, Marvel movies and stuff like that. We're not making Bible stories either. This is not a Christian service. It's a family service. Uh, I'm a Christian guy, but it's a family service because I we really felt like we were supposed to just do a service that was for more than Christian people. I mean, I could have totally said I'm doing a Christian service and that would have been the end of it. But then I would have just had the Christian audience. And what about all the other people out there that need to see quality stuff too? Because a lot of people in the world, when I say in the world, just the world over, when when uh when they hear uh, Christian service, they don't want to watch it. They just very won't. true. Yeah, they just don't want to. Very true. And quite frankly, I don't want to either. Sometimes <laughs> I, I I think there's a lot of Christian entertainment out there that's for, quite frankly very boring. And uh, and, and by, this is not to disparage anybody, but a lot of Christian people won't hire talented people. Well, we're going to make ourselves a Christian movie. We're going to hire everybody at the church to make this movie. And no one's ever made a movie before. So no one knows how to make one. And so it doesn't come out very well. You know, we need to learn to use the highest quality people, no matter what they believe in, and get the highest quality product. Oh, and by the way, maybe then we can talk about Christianity with them or something like that. I'm so glad you said that, Butch, because you're right. There's such a lack of credibility and quality and just... Anytime people hear, oh, this is a Christian movie or a Christian artist or a Christian producer, it's automatically you can almost feel or see the eye rolling. No, absolutely. <laughs> and and by the way, I've been there myself. Right. And, you know, uh, as a Christian guy, I go to these Christian movies to support them and stuff like that. And I, I quite frankly, it's I, I just like, like a wow. 
they were almost there. They almost did it. And um, and some of the movies are really successful. I'm really glad to see that. But we want to make a network, or a, excuse me, a, we're, we're making a subscription streaming service, like a Netflix or a Hulu or an Amazon. We're making a service like that, that if um, uh, you can, um, you'll be able to put anyone you want in front of it to watch it. And it's not, it's going to have to be top quality too. It has to be the kind of thing that, um, we need to compete with the with, with the people out there. We can't just go like, "Hey, here's our cheesy little thing that we made." You know, <laughs> right. we, here's our little our little subscription streaming service mm-hmm. that, gosh, we really tried hard. No, we need to have um, product on there, content on there that's just as high quality as the rest of the people out there, and that's what we're going to do. And so, um, you know, it's called Oasis Entertainment. O a x i s. It, it's a combination of the word oasis which means a place of refreshing and safety, and the word axis, which is a point of uncompromising strength, and the two words together are oaxis. And so that is the name of our company. We had a Kickstarter last year to kind of start the thing off. That's what the word Kickstarter means. <laughs> um, and the way Kickstarter works, I don't know if anybody out there has ever done it, it's a crowdfunding um, um, initiative. It's a crowdfunding um I'm trying to platform. Platform. platform, there you go. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, you young people. With, <laughs> yeah. It's a crowdfunding platform where you... Um, have a product. It could be a comic book. It could be a, a, a independent movie you're making. It could, I saw one for a cooler a guy made to put you know, a better cooler with a radio in it and stuff. There's all kinds of projects you can put on Kickstarter to get funded by complete strangers. Now, these strangers are not investors. They're just people giving. It's almost like a donation they're giving. And um, what you do as the creator of your product, you put your product on there and you say, hey, here's the money I'm trying to raise. You can pick any goal you want, $10, we picked $250,000 to raise for OAxis. Now, will that pay for the entire platform of OAxis and all the content we're going to need? And there's no way. But it was a way to start us off and get our name out there. We wanted to say, look, because I have a lot of fans from my cartoons and stuff like that. They've always said, Mr. Hartman, I'd love to be part of what you're doing. You know, but they're not millionaires. They don't have the money to be like seriously investing in something. But for Kickstarter... They can give a small amount, like $50, $75, $100, $200, and they can get a reward back. You know, I was giving out free drawings. And, well, not free. They're giving a Kickstarter donation. But in, in return for their donation, the higher the amount, the better the reward was. You know, I would do a, uh, a drawing for people or I'd do several drawings for people or I'd give them a shout out on my YouTube channel or a shout out on my Twitter or a book that I had written. And so after the Kickstarter was over, we spent about six, seven weeks fulfilling all of the rewards we had to do. And so that was a big deal to do. And Kickstarter is a 30-day program, meaning you set your goal, you hit the go button, and you have 30 days from that time to raise your money. If you don't get all of it, you don't get any of it. Right. And that was one of the big uh, things I wanted to catch on because last time we talked, I think it was probably anywhere from two to four days before the end of the deadline. And you yeah, were less I, would, than 50%. I would call that a nerve-wracking time. Keep going. You were saying what? So you were, I think at the time we did the recording, you were less than 50% of the way there. And yeah. then even when I checked it, it was like at 24 hours prior, you still had quite a ways to go. Walk us through that whole journey. Well, that's pretty interesting. Um, and I don't recommend this. I mean, I, I, <laughs> here's the thing. Kickstarter is a, a big deal. And um, uh, thank God they're there. They're a great... Um, a great asset to have for people out there that want to raise money quickly. But, you know, when you put yourself out there and say, I'm doing this brand new product, I'm doing this brand new project, um, 
you know, you got to be prepared for backlash. I, I had a lot of interesting people on YouTube come against me saying, before I'd even raised a dime, Butch Hartman's Kickstarter is terrible and that sort of thing. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, but, you know, we don't, we don't listen to that kind of stuff because it doesn't matter. Because, you know, let's see them go out and start a Kickstarter. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not the easiest thing to do. So, um, yes, you're right. We did 30 days. And the way Kickstarter works is you hit the go button and it says 30 days to go. Next day, 29 days to go. Next day, 20, 28 days to go, and so on and so on. And so um, first couple of days, we're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. You know, We had a very generous friend of ours give us uh, $50,000 on day one. Wow, that's a good way to start. It was a great way to start, right? So we're like, boy, this is going to be a piece of cake. You know, This is no problem. But the 50 came in, and it kind of stopped at the 50. And, you know, the 50 came in and was sort of like, um, you know, we, um, yeah, we, we, we were like, okay, we got the 50. And um, the person couldn't put the 50 in right away because Kickstarter only allows a $10,000 donation per person. Oh. So this person had to figure out how to get the 50 to us in $10,000 increments. So he had, to, <laughs> he had to have this person and his family donate. He gave them the money, but they donated anyway. Right. It worked out great. And what a wonderful, what a wonderful gift that was from this person. But um, as, as time went by, you know, we're two weeks in. And there's only two weeks left to go. And like you said, two weeks in, we're at about $80,000. And we have our goal is two fifty. dollars So we've still got twenty and uh, what's that, uh, $170,000 to go. Two weeks left. Now, what do you do at a point like this? You know, what you have to do is you have to get on social media. You have to really get on social media and start promoting your Kickstarter. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, anything out there where people are watching you need to get your stuff out there. I had between all my social media platforms. I'm a, I have a big YouTube channel, and um, Twitter and uh, Instagram and stuff. I had about a million followers all across all three. Right, that's a lot. And not bad, right? You're thinking, boy, if only half of these people gave a dollar, I'm home free. That's double what I need. At the end of the Kickstarter, we counted, and it gives you a count of how many backers. We had 1,100 backers. Out of all the people I know in my life and all the people on my social media, very few people give to things like this. Uh, some do. It depends on who you are. It also depends on what the product is. You know, um, we, uh, we're starting an entertainment streaming service. That's not the sexiest thing in the world that people want to give to. You know, they want to give to, I don't know, they want to give to a brand new car or something like that. But we, we um, had a lot of very awesome people give to us. Very grateful to everybody. So anyway, we're, we're uh, like two weeks to go. We're halfway there. So we get on social media like crazy. We're doing Facebook Live. And, and even Kickstarter has a Kickstarter Live component you can go on there. So we're going on there. And we're saying, hey, you know, would you please donate? Here's some of the great features you're going to see on our stuff. And we're answering questions. Anyway, it gets down to like the last three days. And uh, Kickstarter goes from having five days left, four days left. Kickstarter goes into 72 hours left, you know? Then you're like 71 hours. <laughs> then like and two hours later, 69 hours. And you're like, I got to sleep during some of these hours. <laughs> so you get up and eight hours have gone. You know, you're like, oh my gosh. So uh, it comes down to the last day of the Kickstarter. And before, I mean, get, let me say this, how supernatural this is. Because I am a Christian guy and I do pray and I do believe in miracles. And I do believe that confessing with your mouth the things that you are believing for, I believe they're, they're going to happen. Because the Bible says in, in Proverbs 18, 22, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So whatever you say is what you're going to receive. 
Now, does that mean if I say right now, I receive a new car, does it mean it's going to show up in my house right now? Well, it could, maybe, but sometimes you got to work for it, or sometimes you have to get a good deal on it. But, you know, if you start confessing things according to God's word, God's going to lead you uh, to where, you know, where your objective is. He really will. And uh, we also believe that writing things down, because the Bible says in Habakkuk, it says to write down the vision and make it plain on tablets. And exactly. so we're, we wrote down our vision. And here's what I wrote down. On the 8th of July... My Kickstarter was ending on the 18th of July. So 10 days before the Kickstarter ended, we wrote down, this Kickstarter will be funded fully, right? We also wrote down, um, something crazy amazing is going to happen at the end to fill this Kickstarter, <laughs> right? We wrote that down. Then we wrote down Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lead not in your own understanding. Like we have to trust in him. We're not going to understand how any of this works. We trust in him. To fill this, to, to fulfill this Kickstarter, and then the other one we wrote was um, this will go down in history as one of the greatest Kickstarters ever. You know, wrote that down. So that's a confession I have on my wall at home. I took a picture of it. This is a podcast, so I can't show you the picture, but there's a photo of this list I wrote, and it's dated 8th of July, 2018. So our Kickstarter is ending July 18th, and July 17th, the day before, I wake up. We're visiting some friends of ours in Texas. Because we had an investor meeting down in Texas. We had to go meet some investors for Oaxis because we've started it. And besides the Kickstarter, we're looking for investors as well, right? And so um, we're at my friend's house in Texas. We wake up and we have $70,000 to go. And there's 12 hours left. And we're like, man, what are we going to do? Oh, actually, we had 14 hours left or 16, something like that. It was a very small amount of time left. And we're like, okay, um, well, the Kickstarter ends at 2 this morning. What do we do? Right? Um, I take it back. It was like 24. We had 24 hours to go. That's what it was. So okay, 24 hours to go. What can we do? Um, my, wife, like, my wife's like, look, go get on YouTube. Make a video. I'm like, great. I'll make a video. And uh, let's, just get, let's do a live telethon. Let's put all of our phones up and do Facebook Live and just start getting people into this. And I have looked at the stats. A lot of Kickstarters fund very quickly at the end. Now, I'm not saying that that was the reason uh, why anything sped up or anything, but we are doing Facebook Live on my phone, on my wife's phone, on my dog. We have like three phones sitting on tripods. We have the Kickstarter uh, Live component going and everything at the laptop. So we have all these things. Hey, and people are writing in and asking questions, and, and the money starts going up. We had like $180,000 when we started, so the money starts going up like 5000 10000 People start contributing, right? We're like, well, we could really do this. Now it's about noon, right? And um, our friends who we're staying with say they want to go to lunch. And they're a really nice, sweet couple. We're like, okay, we'll go to lunch. So now we have to get off of our telethon and go to lunch. And it was a kind of a long lunch. And we're like, okay, it's 2 o'clock now. You know, I'm like, okay, let's get back. And our investor meeting is at 6 o'clock. I've got to be at this meeting at 6 o'clock, right? So 2 o'clock rolls around. We're like, yeah, we'll get back to the house and start the telethon. Oh, can you come to our office with us and pray with us? Uh, they were having some issues with their staff. We're like, okay, um, Okay, you know what? We're going to go pray. That's what we're here to do. We're here to go pray. So we drive to their office. takes a while to get there. <laughs> we go in. We meet the whole staff. There's like 10 people. And we just pray over the staff and pray over the office. You know, And we come out of the, uh, of the, of the office. It's like quarter to three. And we look at our Kickstarter because you can look at it on your phone. You're checking it all the time. We look at it, and it's gone up $5,000. like, Whoa. We just prayed for somebody, and it went up $5,000. Imagine that. Imagine that. No, you know, we're like, who else... Who else can we pray for? So <laughs> we end up going to, I remember we were driving back to the house. We went to a place, uh, Whole Foods Market. 
right? Walked in. It was really hot in Texas. And uh, so we're like, okay, let's get some juice or whatever. We're sitting there. And this lady walks into Whole Foods. And my wife's like, can you take a picture of us? And the lady's like, sure. And the lady looks kind of sad. She looks very sad. My wife says, hey, can we pray for you? Are you having a good day? And so we actually prayed for this lady. She was really nice. And we told her about the Kickstarter and stuff. And uh, we look at the phone after we pray for her. It goes up another $2,000. We're like, wow. <laughs> so by this time, it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We got up to about $200,000. And the, the campaign ends at midnight? And it ends at 2 in the morning. Okay. We have 11 hours to go. And I'm like, wow. We're actually going to maybe do this. I'm like, we could pay. So we whip back to our friend's house. We get the phones out, right? Now, it's about 3.30. Our investor meeting is at 6. And I've got to leave at least a half an hour ahead of time to get to the meeting. I've got two hours. So we're on the phones again, doing the, the live. Hey, won't you please give to Access? Hey, check out what we're doing. All these things. And the money keeps going up. So by about 5.30 in the afternoon, we had gotten to about $220,000. Wow. We had $30,000 to go, right? But I've got to leave now, and I've got to go to this investor meeting. So we get in the car, and we don't know uh, this area of Texas very well. We have some family down there. We didn't really know the area. So get in the car. We drive, and the meeting is at 6 o'clock. And I want to let everybody in the audience know I'm never late for anything. I'm on time all the time. I think I was here at 3.02 today. We asked, <laughs> I said I'd get here at 3.00. So I'm very rarely late, but uh, I'm late to this investor meeting. I show up for this meeting at 6.15 because the traffic was so bad. And we were, we were misled by the people that were staying with us. They were like, oh, it's about 30 minutes away. It was about an hour away. Oh. Yeah, so we were like, oh, geez. By the grace of God, we got there at 6.20. We go in, and uh, this investor man is there, and he's got his wife and his daughter and his son, and the whole family's there. And I got my wife and my two daughters with me, so it's kind of a family. For, there's eight of us sitting there. And we kind of go in, and um, well, it's about 6.30. He's like, hey, nice to meet you. Love, uh, really, uh, How are you? Uh, he said a friend of mine, this mutual friend of ours, told him he had to meet me. You've got to meet Butch. And it was like, okay. So the guy just showed up. He goes, before we get talking, I'd like to meet your family. So he goes down the table to meet my daughter, number one, my daughter, number two, and my wife. And uh, by the time he gets to me, we're 45 minutes in. We haven't even ordered food yet. And, and in my head, the clock is still ticking. Right? The clock is like, oh, my gosh. We've only got, you know, how many more hours left? Now, now we got about six hours left, five hours left, you know. We're sitting there talking. And, um, and we had a really good dinner with the guy, a really, really nice time. But uh, we hadn't really even ordered yet. But uh, the dinner ended up great. I'll tell you why. So we're sitting here. And uh, he goes, so why am I here? What am I, what am I doing here? Um, you know. Uh, here's who I am. Here's what I do. But what am I doing here? So-and-so told me to meet you. So here I am. And I said, well, here's what's going on. I left Nickelodeon after 20 years because I really felt led to start this streaming service for the family. I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, I really feel God put it in my heart to do this, you know, and that's what I'm doing here. And quite frankly, I'd, I'd love any help you could give or anybody else could give. But, you know, I'm just here to hang out and get to know you, really. I didn't really ask him for anything. And uh, he goes, okay. That's, he goes, I, he goes what, and I told him all about what we're doing. He goes, I love that idea. He goes, I love it. I love your idea about bringing families back together. He goes, how are you raising money right now? I said, well, we're doing a Kickstarter. I told him how it works. I said, matter of fact, we've got about five hours to go. <laughs> we're, I said, we're almost there. He goes, how much you got left? I said, 30000 He goes, wow. Sounds like a lot of money. I said, well, yeah, yeah it is. But if I said, we can finish dinner quickly, I can get back to my telethon. You know? <laughs> and he gets a phone call. He goes, would you excuse me one second? I said, sure. So he goes, gets a phone call, takes his call. We talk to the family. And uh, the, my, the kids know that I do cartoons, so I'm drawing cartoons for his kids and all this. And um, he comes back from his phone call. 
And he says, so now tell me about this Kickstarter again. I said, well, here's how it works. Um, you know, you can only give up $10,000 and people are giving like crazy. We have some great supporters, da, da, da. He goes, when I was outside, clear as a bell, I felt told to pay this off for you. And I said, what? My wife says, there what? And he goes, yep. He goes, so he goes, how do you do this? And he goes, he pulls out three credit cards. And we said, well, it's $10,000 per person. He goes, he goes to his wife, give me your credit card. He gives his, takes his wife's credit card, his own credit card. He's got like two credit cards. And he um, puts $10,000. He tells my daughter, Sophia, <laughs> we brought the laptop with us, right? Just because we had it with us all day. Sophia opened, my daughter, Sophia, opens up the Kickstarter website and enters him in there three times. And the Kickstarter funded just like that all $30,000 at the very end. <laughs> Look at that. Is that cool? So so we went from having only five hours left to having an extra five hours. So in that extra five hours, we raised an extra $18,000 from people. And we ended up getting $268,000. So you not only met the two fifty, you went above and beyond went it. Went above and beyond With it. less time. With less time. Isn't that like God to do that? And isn't it like him to put you in a position where you're really stretched and you feel like, you know, I'm really focused on this one goal. I got to get here. And it seems like a diversion, right? And he's taking you out of the path. Oh, what's going on? And that's the very divine appointment right there on the way. And by the way, you're exactly right. So because we pray for divine appointments all the time. And I want to encourage your audience out there. If anybody out there is trying to get a goal accomplished or do something bigger than them. Pray for a divine appointment because you know what? It just might happen. In fact, if you pray for it, it will happen. Um, I never, I, the funny thing about this, I knew this guy for 45 minutes. I barely knew him. And I haven't seen him since. I mean, we've talked a few times. I, I really, in my heart, I want to be part of his life just because he's a great person. I want to do things. But he just, it, he was just there to fulfill this part of the, of the, of uh, this journey for us. And off he went. And, and, I, I will never forget him. Uh, he's, he's, he's part of my history now. He's part of my DNA now. And uh, I don't want to say his name because I haven't, I'm not, I, I haven't talked to him about being on this podcast, but right. one day I'll reveal his name. He's a very amazing guy, godly man, but just a sweet guy. And his family is wonderful. And we were, once he paid off the Kickstarter, we all start crying and we're all like sitting there. All of us were just a because I, I was at my, like, my last nerve, right? Right. Because we're... It was exhilarating, but it was kind of nerve-wracking, you know? And so right. we get there, and we're like, man, wow. what!" A, and it was just... See, God is not always a God of the quickly, but He is a God of the suddenly. Hmm. And I loved about that. It was like, wow, the the God of the suddenly. We heard that. Uh, we were Part of our um, journey was, like, even the day before this, we were down in Texas, like I told you, and we'd gotten to go on the Daystar program, the Daystar channel. A friend of ours is a music director there. And he said, hey, there's a space open on one of these shows. Man, get Marcus to put you on. And he did. For five minutes, we had to go on Daystar. And we promoted our Kickstarter, and we raised $1,000. That was awesome. And then we sat down to listen to a guest on Daystar, because we were there for the whole taping, right? And this uh, uh, pastor lady, she's a, a, a female evangelist, comes on. Her name is Karen Wheaton. She comes on, and she's promoting her book. And she's the one who said, God's not always a God of the quickly, but he is a God of the suddenly. And my wife and kids and I all turned to each other going, the suddenly, wow. <laughs> and then the next day, the suddenly happened for us. I love that. In fact, is that I a think wild that's, story? That's probably going to be the title of this podcast episode, actually. The He's God a, of the suddenly. God of How's the that suddenly. sound to you, Butch? Dude, I'm telling you, man. And, but listen, though, you know, um, uh, with Oaxis Entertainment, I truly believe and I know this is a uh, a project that is going to be successful, and you know what? I'm gonna just keep going because I've I've been. I almost look at it as like an assignment. Like I, you know, I didn't hear the word "you're assigned," but I. You feel like wow, 
I've been authorized to do this. You know, I've had 20 years in Nickelodeon, 30 years in Hollywood. I've got a lot of a lot of experience making content and producing things. It's time to do this. And so we're going to make this happen. And we're going to bring families back together through family entertainment. So I want to ask you about that question uh, or that decision that you made to leave Nickelodeon. Like in, in from just looking at things from an external perspective, from mm-hmm. a, a natural mind way of thinking, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to be firmly established, well established. I mean, when I told people I was interviewing the creator of Danny Phantom and all these other shows, they're <laughs> like, wow, oh my gosh, what, are you kidding me, bitch, Hartman? So you're, you're well established. You're, you're probably pretty well paid, a lot of fame, a lot of success, and now you're leaving all of that and starting completely over with nerve-wracking Kickstarter campaigns and yeah. all kinds of things. What you know, it says in the Bible that the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger yeah, than men. He, he he uses the simple things of the world to confound the wise, like to be sitting in a steakhouse in Texas with a man I just met for forty-five minutes <laughs> who gives me thirty thousand right. dollars out of nowhere. Right. Because he feels that God told him to help him. I mean, listen, I don't care who listens to this. If you think that's a crazy story, fine. But it's true, and it happened, and it's real. And um, I'll, I'm forever grateful to this man. Uh, forever grateful. I can't. My, my gratitude knows no bounds. Hmm. I'm more grateful to God for putting me in that situation in the first place. I'm also glad my girls got to see it. My daughters are with me, and they got to see this happen before their very eyes. My wife, too. And uh, it's a family network run by families is what it is. And uh, run by a family, I mean. And uh, we're going to have other families come alongside. But yeah, I did leave Nickelodeon. I left a very cushy situation. My wife and I had prepared for many years, though. We weren't like broke. We, I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck. We'd, we'd had investments and we'd had a lot of money saved and things like that. And that's kind of what we're sustaining ourselves on is that sort of, uh, that sort of uh, savings and stuff. We have to. Um, and, but I've, I've got other projects that I'm doing for other people along the way. But right now, it's all about making sure this project gets off the ground. And it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of uh, extra. There's more funding we need than this. We need, we need millions and millions of dollars. This isn't just a um, fly-by-night sort of thing. I need millions of dollars just to complete the platform itself, the part of when you turn on your phone and you want to go on an app. Someone has to build all that. You know, little elves with computers build all that. <laughs> and then we get we had to get all the movies and TV shows and cartoons we're going to put on there and produce new stuff that we own. So this know? is all original content? That Not you're all. Well, I, I wish I could say it was all original. It's very hard to um, start a streaming service with all original content because you, 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 you need to, you need to uh, produce so many hours of it. It just would take you forever. Right. So you start by licensing content that fits what you're looking for. Okay. And at the same time, you begin making your own content or producing your own content. Movies, and one of the own. things I liked about that that you mentioned was it's kind of a, it's kind of a multiplier effect for a lot of people, right? Because if you're a content creator, then you can possibly upload things to this network, I believe you yeah, said. Yeah, we, right? have, we have a component to it. It's like a YouTube component. Besides being able to watch stuff that other people have made, you're going to be able to upload stuff that you've made. As long as it's family friendly, we're not right. gonna, we're not going to tolerate any uh, nonsense on this on this uh, platform. And I'm not talking about butterflies and bunnies all the time. <laughs> I mean, look, I like Spider Man and I like Star Wars. You know, I want to see cool stuff. I want to see fun stuff. I want to see comedies that are just great. I want to see dramas that are really incredible. And that's what we're going to do. And I know that when I because I grew up in an era where you didn't have to. Uh, swear all the time or take your clothes off all the time to make a great movie. You could just do a really compelling story and make audiences fall in love with it. And that's what we're going to do. 
That's awesome. So this worked pretty well last time going on the record, making declarations, writing them down. There you go, bro. So let's go ahead and just uh, assume that's going to happen again here. And tell us what you're believing for now. Tell us, you know, right here on the record. And I'm believing we're going to have another podcast interview that's going to talk about the follow-up to this one. So what do you want to go on the record right now to say? I want to go on the record saying uh, in the next, uh, let's see, three to four months, we want to raise between 6 and $12 million. And I know we can do it. I know there's a lot of people out there. I also want to encourage people out there. If anybody wants to um, uh, contribute to the OAXIS cause, the OAXIS uh, uh, building project, we'll put it, um, you can go to oaxis.tv. That's O-A-X-I-S.tv. We have a PayPal uh, uh, funding button there, and you can just give uh, a monetary donation right there if you want to. If you want to become a serious investor, you can write to me at butch um, at oaxis.tv. Right, uh, and you can um, uh, we can discuss if you want to be a serious investor. I mean, if you want to give a million dollars or more, we're more than happy to make you an equity partner, and we can work out um, uh, percentages, all that, um, and all that stuff, all that fancy schmancy talk. But if you want to give like a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars, even you know uh, any amount around there, even more, uh, we would definitely uh, love you to be part of our vision and what we're doing because we want to build this. And right now. Uh, we want we want to eventually create a nonprofit arm to it as well, where we can go into communities and help uh, build schools and repave roads and start community outreach programs. We're not just a network. We're not just a streaming platform. We're going to be a movement. That's what we're going to be. And uh, we want to do books. We want to do music. We want to do uh, you know live action. Um, um, you know, live action movies and sitcoms and TV shows and uh, reality shows, we, everything you could think of that's entertainment we want to do. And so the six to 12 million is still not even enough that we need, but our, our big number is 250 million. Wow. That's what we're going for. And I don't limit God. I know God I know. can God can snap his fingers and that, that can happen. Uh, God rewards the hand of the diligent and he also knows your heart. If he sees our heart is, is noble and our heart is doing the right thing. He, I, he, I know we're going to get, I know for a fact we'll get this funding. What I need to do, I need to start getting out there and telling people about it more. We, we have a Facebook Live that we do, my wife and I. Um, we need to start going on tour, though. We're going to start going on tour around churches around the U.S. and around any organization that will have us that wants to invest. We're going to be going up in front of crowds of people. That's what I need to start doing is getting in front of more people. So anybody out there wants to invite us to come and speak, we'll share the vision with you, and perhaps you can become a part of it. We'd love that. Yeah, and I will say from having been in one of those meetings, it wasn't a church per se, it was a wealth builders meeting last summer. Yeah. And it was incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the spirit and the anointing were just all over that. That presentation and it was oh the one that I did the yeah, one that you did yeah that was February of 2018 that was a year ago it yeah. was it was really really powerful and I would highly encourage you if you're listening to this and you have any possible means to invite Butch and the rest of his family to come in and share it is powerful you'll You'd see a vision mm-hmm. you'll see somebody who's actually making it happen somebody who's established in the industry yep. and actually has the means and the expertise and connections to make this happen so yep. this is not pie in the sky nope. it is supernatural and as we always say it is where it meets the practical with the bottom line results to back it up and prove it that's it so thank you so much Butch for Ryan, hey man, thank again. you for even asking me to come on dude you're, you're a I'll tell you man there's something about your last podcast we came on we spoke it and it happened. So it's, it's going to happen again. There it is. There's the anointing. You heard it here first. This is the blessed podcast where <laughs> confessions become reality. I love this. Absolutely. And we are excited and cannot wait to share the next episode, how this happens, and then infinitely, exceedingly beyond all we could ask exceedingly or imagine. abundantly above all we could ask or think. You know, and, you know, I don't, I don't want people to think that we're all about... Um, 
you know, we, we don't go after God just because of money and finances. You know, that's that's a byproduct of what we go after the Lord for. We go after the Lord because we love the Lord and we, and we love God because God is, uh, you know, Jesus is our Savior. And we need to have Jesus in our life because without without Jesus in our life, without the truth in our life, we're, we're going to find ourselves spinning and wandering and not knowing which direction to go in. And But see, Jesus is the light and he's the way, the truth, and the life with an F, life. There's the light and the life. We need to follow him. And that's why we do these things. You know, we, we want to give people a chance to have an awesome life. And I want to give people positive role models to follow. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I came from a broken home and uh, the Brady Bunch was my role model. I'd watch the Brady Bunch. You're probably too young to know the Brady Bunch, but no, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Brady Bunch was a show about uh, a family that was just solid. They were a solid family. They were funny, and they were great, great, just a great family. And in my broken home where I was, I'd watch the Brady Bunch and go, "Like, man, I wish I could have a family like that," you know. And I want to be able to put shows on the air that inspire other people the same way because I know there's kids and there's people out there in broken situations, and I want them to be able to see a positive role model of what life can be like, and that's what Oaxis is all about. Yeah, and you know what? That is that is so important because I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea that this is all just about one big fundraising campaign. We've seen Not all the all, televangelist yeah. preachers who Absolutely. have taken people's money and fleeced the flock and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff, and that's oh, yeah. the reason that this is getting the funding and that it's getting the traction and anointing that it is is because you have the vision, and where God gives vision, Amen. He provides the provision. Amen. And I love that. It's true. You gave up a lot to come here too. You know, you we talked about you left the cushy job at Nickelodeon. You were well established, and this was you know. For from a natural perspective, this doesn't make sense to leave all that. But because you trusted God, you felt so strongly in the cause. This is about families. This is about entertainment. This is about taking back that just cultural milieu that has been lost over time mm. and is going the way of darkness. You're bringing light and life, like you said, back into that through we're Jesus. Try, we we, we want to do that. And, uh, you know, we're not going to do Bible stories. I think there's enough networks out there that do that. We're not right. going to be bashing people over the head with the gospel. There's enough networks out there that do that. We're not probably going to say the word Jesus on our network ever. It's about just positive family role models and positive, fam- you know, shows about heroes. How about that? How about a show about a family that doesn't break up or a child who, or a kid who doesn't, you know, want to take his own life or something like that. We want to show people that there is hope and that there is a better way. And that's what we want to do. A better way. You couldn't have said it better right there. There you go. There it is. So you guys, you've seen it here. It is real. It is supernatural. It is practical. And there is always going to be a return on investment when we sacrifice. As Jesus says, anyone who gives up any number of things, lands, family, businesses, whatever it is, for my sake and the gospels, not anyone will do that and not receive a hundredfold in this life mm. and in the life to come. Eternal wow. Life. Wow. I'm glad you reminded me of that. That's exciting. That's great news. <laughs> it is good news. Andrew Womack says that's, that's too good. To be, too good to be true. That's, news. that's what it is. It's, if it's not, if it is not gospel that it sounds too good to be true, I don't think it's the true gospel. I'm just uh, more and more on that. And so you're right. I'm just, you know, so excited to be able to share your life and true testimonies of this and the more to come. I'm speaking that out. That's my declaration is that more there's going to come, be more I'm, to come. I'm, I'm coming happened. back. We're going to sit next to this microphone again and we're going to talk about the next step after we, you know, in, in four, uh, four to five, three or four months, like I said, we raise that next um, uh, ba- batch of funding. We'll come back. We'll be back on the podcast. And my declaration is we're going to have two microphones. So yes, let's get two. Close, and it's not going to have any <laughs> echo to it. It is going to be a 
high class I'm operation. Glad I brushed my teeth before I came over here. <laughs> so thank you for enduring this close interaction. You're, you're welcome. And uh, we're gonna have the two mics next time. But yeah, thank you, Butch. Just God bless you and your family for what you're doing. Ryan, and we're thanks so for having me on, man. Okay, have a great, awesome week, everybody out there. Have a great week. Remember, uh, we have a book my wife and I wrote called Vision Possible. It's about making your vision possible, and you know we, we want to get people's visions out of their heart and into the marketplace. So your vision is possible. So don't don't forget. Amen. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Better Way Podcast with Ryan Haley. For more information and to discover more episodes, visit abetterwaypodcast.com or search us on iTunes, TuneIn, or any of your favorite online audio sites. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email at ryan at abetterwaypodcast.com. Have a suggestion for who we could interview next? Let us know on our website. Finally, A Better Way is listener-sponsored. Help us to further the message of kingdom entrepreneurship by supporting us financially. You can give online on our website, abetterwaypodcast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.